this feeling of lacking in ability, that you have to fake it till you make it, that you might just be found out as a failure or a fraud, and that you aren't good enough to have made it into vet school is known as the imposter phenomenon. Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Vet Vet Life. Today's going to be a little bit different in the fact that I don't have a special guest. Like, it's just going to be me and you, it looks like. But that's alright, we have some very exciting guests coming up in the coming episode, so do stick around for those. But anyway, today I just really wanted to talk about stuff that had been milling around in my mind since I started vet school and I figured this would be the perfect medium to put it out there in the world. And I know one thing that has been definitely talked about a lot, but I still wanted to just add my own flavor to the mix, was this whole idea about the vet school imposter. So like, what is that and how does it how did it play out in my own life, in my classmates' life, within the first and second year of my vet school experience? So with that, I guess I'll just kind of roll into it. Welcome to the magical world that is vet school. Only the best of the best have been chosen to undertake four of the most grueling and emotionally challenging years of your academic career. It's even been said that being accepted into vet school is harder than medical school, Well then, how the heck did I get here? This isn't easy, my friends. It's a lot of material that we are expected to learn in a very short amount of time. I mean, four years to learn basically everything that there is to know about veterinary medicine. At least that's what it feels like. We spend nine to five at campus with about four to five hours consisting of purely lectures. Then, when we arrive back at our homes, exhausted after the day, we are expected to do one to two hours of studying for every hour of lecture. Did you know that's actually how some schools map out their day? It's interesting. So if you've done your math correctly, that's around eight hours of studying after 5 p.m. So now it's midnight or later, and forget about eating or sleeping because vet school isn't just about being a vet. Oh, no, no. It's about becoming a more rounded person, so you should also be involved in your school community and the community outside of vet school in all of your free time. Obviously, you can do all of this, because when you look at the average vet student, they seem to have it all under control. They have it all figured out and are so chill that they'll, in fact, see you at the pub later. (laughs) Haha, right? Right? Oh my goodness then why am I stressed up the wazoo? I'm obviously not as good as everybody else here. Can I even handle the stress of becoming a vet if I can't even handle being a student? Well, before one of us has a brain aneurysm, just take a deep breath. You aren't alone in this. In fact, if you ask vet students, most will tell you that they have felt this at least once during their schooling, You will even find that veterinarians will admit to feeling this during their careers, at least once or twice. Crazy, right? (laughs) Actually, no. This feeling of lacking in ability, that you have to fake it till you make it, that you might just be found out as a failure or a fraud, and that you aren't good enough to have made it into vet school is known as the imposter phenomenon. Beyond it being a sense of inability, feeling like an imposter in vet school can be extremely isolating. You are constantly concerned with what you think other people think of you and that they're evaluating you. 
It tells you the lie that you are alone in this, that everyone else has their ducks in a row, as it were. And like I said, this is an absolute lie. But it doesn't have to be this way. So here are five things to remember when vet school starts to get you down. Number one, you deserve to be here. You were accepted into vet school. You were chosen out of thousands of applicants by a board of professionals who believe that you have what it takes to become a veterinarian. So yes, you deserve to be here. Don't let people, grades, or that one bad day get you down. I know that the first few weeks of vet school were extremely intimidating as everyone, including myself, seems to have this need to talk about all of their personal experiences almost as a way of proving to everyone around them that they deserve to be here. You'll hear people talk about all of the years of volunteering or working at different clinics or doing something abroad, and honestly, you listen to all this and you're like, oh my goodness, I feel like I don't fit into this, I don't reach their standards. But the reality is, you don't need the approval from other people to validate your existence in vet school or in life. Instead, Take it as a chance to learn how many awesome and different experiences people are coming into vet school with. It means that everybody has different backgrounds and some will be better in certain areas. Take advantage of that and use your strong areas to help others. And I assure you the others around you will be willing to share their knowledge to help you. This community needs your contribution. After all, what would the veterinary community be if we didn't help each other? Now, just before we get on with the show, a quick word from our sponsor, which is the Thrive community from us here at VetX. If you're struggling with managing time, feeling like you're an imposter or burning out, then you need to make a change. The good news is you are not broken. You're not a bad fit for the profession. Much more likely you are missing some super important foundational skills no one is teaching at university. Skills that you will learn as part of our VetX community. The Thrive Community is a race-accredited professional skills course where members receive training, toolkits, and one-to-one coaching to develop these skills. So join hundreds of other vets who've changed their careers for the better as a Thrive member. To learn more and find out if the class is a good fit for you, visit vetxinternational.com today. Now back to the show. So I hope you enjoyed part one. Now we're going to get back to part two of that Vet Life podcast. Over to you, Mo. Number two, you are not alone. Everyone in vet school feels like they are having to take in information like water from a fire hose and that there is no way to actually retain all the information in the time provided, let alone have a personal life. So on the bright side, everyone's struggling just as much as you are. But on that note, it means you have the opportunity to help those around you. Everyone will feel like this, but because of the environment that is vet school, no one will really talk about it. So be that person. Go help a friend out. Go for a walk. Get coffee. Just talk about life. Meet people where they are in life. You have a special community of people all around you. A community that when you strive to inspire, encourage, and challenge others, it will grow and benefit everyone. I mean, that's actually part of the reason that I started this podcast was that I wanted to find a way to inspire, encourage, and challenge the veterinary community. Number three, you are insanely smart. If you take a moment to go through some of your old notes, 
you will realize just how much information you actually know. It will astound you just how much knowledge is squeezed up in your brain. I know it feels like you will never know it all, and you won't ever know everything. And honestly, that's a good thing. But you will know enough. The beauty of this career is that you have the opportunity to keep learning and growing your base knowledge. After all, it is veterinary practice. Number four, grades aren't everything. Leading up to vet school, I know grades seem like such a big part of getting in. So you fought hard to get your good grades so that you could actually get into vet school. Well, congrats, you've made it into vet school. That's really awesome. But now what? For one thing, if you are from the States and you're now studying in the UK, you have to kind of let go of what a good grade is just because the grading scale is different. I basically had to obliterate my idea of what a good grade was because of how different it was. What I've had to wrap my mind around is the fact that grades are simply a number. Sure, to be a vet, you have to pass your exams. You have to actually do well and know your information. But if you lack the necessary life skills, then those grades aren't going to help you when you're in the real world. I know personally, I would rather spend my time gaining real-world experience with people and animals and medicine than I would only ever studying simply for the sake of a few points to be considered top of the class. It's just not worth stressing over, so save yourself the grief. And lastly, number five, go easy on yourself. Take a break every now and then. Vet school is hard, but it can also be fun. You are going to have some of your greatest memories while here, and it would be a waste to spend every waking moment stressing over studying. Sure, schedule your studying and get your work done, but every now and then, put the books down. Go outside. Realize that the sunshine does exist, even in Scotland. Go out with friends. Get exercise. Bake a cake. Read a book. In fact, studies have shown that you will learn better if you do this. For one thing, it forces you to make better use of your time and study better, but it also just gives your brain a break. Stress will only make learning information harder. For myself, uh, before vet school, I took up running, and since being here, I have joined the rugby team. Some of my friends go to the gym, others read, go on walks, take up baking. It's really up to you. But before you can take care of animals and those around you, It's important to take care of yourself. I really can't stress that enough. Once you do, you will actually have free time to spend, and you'll be happier for it. So friends, I hope this sheds a little light on things, Um, and if anything, it helps to put a name to anything you may have experienced. Thanks for listening today. Until next time. Bye. And that's a wrap on today's episode of That Vet Life Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, before you go, I have a quick request. Now, podcasts and communities, they grow the best and they grow the biggest when the members spread the word. So if you know someone who you think needs to hear this episode, or if you found value in this episode and want to share it, go ahead and share this with your friends. And also, don't forget to head over to vedexinternational.com and enroll in the VEDEX community for free to get access to a bonus version of this show. You'll also get some free swag and many, many other amazing benefits. Also, leaving a review of the show on iTunes would be greatly appreciated because, again, it just helps get the word out. But until next time, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode of That Vet Life.